0: Welcome to the Dead Format, episode 134. My name is Ian McEwen. And I'm joined by the jolly the jolly wanderer, Thomas Smiley. The jolly griller, Thomas Smiley. And we're gonna <sighs> talk about legacy.
1: And some other stuff. Ooh, this was uh this is a good day today. We did okay, so I'm just gonna nerd out about the smoker and the flaptop that I have. We uh we went to the grocery store today, because my sister's getting married next weekend we're having like a family barbecue people are coming over my house on friday before the rehearsal dinner on saturday and the wedding on sunday so i'm getting warmed up so i did i did some reverse seared fillets i put them on the smoker to get them to like 120 and then i seared them on the flat top and they like i seared them in butter on the blackstone flat top and it was just amazing i threw some italian hots out on there i got i got a porterhouse uh I got some pre-marinated steak tips. Usually, I don't like to like to do that, but they had a flavor that I hadn't had before, so I, I picked them up. Uh, I got a, I got a chicken that I'm ready to spatchcock and, and throw on the uh, smoker tomorrow. It's gonna be a good weekend. It was beautiful out today,
0: bro. Yeah, that looked really nice. I saw the uh, the pictures in the chat.
1: I'll I'll send more. I had to I had to make sure I included the picture of my New Balances as well. But my buddies <laughs> were like, bro, unless they're like grass stained and white. They don't count as New Balances. They can't be like nice New Balances, and you get you get a bonus to grilling and mowing your lawn. It doesn't work it, like that.
0: Yeah, that's just for the full grill guy effect.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you got to have like the '90s cargo shorts that may or may not have had like bottoms of the pants that zipped off. <laughs> uh, like a 1990s football T-shirt, a trucker hat, and New Balances. That's the setup. Hell yeah, bro.
0: No, that looked cozy as fuck. I I I really hadn't seen that flat top. That's really nice.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love it. Have you seen the picture of the backyard?
0: I saw. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't know if it's the most recent one, but I All hold seen up.
1: Let me. I've been doing a bunch of yard work. We planted some trees. I'm going to send this to you so you can see what a, what our Massachusetts backyard looks like. Uh, in the. Uh, I'm just sending it to you on Facebook. Okay. And then the drive, the, basically the driveway and the shed are right behind where I'm standing, where I took that picture, and that goes out to the street.
0: Oh, nice, dude! So that's yeah. your cabbage patch.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, there is herbs, like all the kitchen herbs: cabbage, beets, onions, scallions, garlic, whole bunch of types of peppers, and tomatoes um, that I planted in the in the raised planters, and they're coming in really well. Dude, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's a nice setup.
0: Very nice. I'm jealous, man. I'm. I'm. Ho- hopefully, we're gonna be buying a place when we, uh, when we move this time. This hopefully yeah. this will be the last move for a while.
1: Yeah, when you when you figure out where you guys are at, hopefully you're yeah. in the area, and we can uh we can have a barbecue to welcome you guys back.
0: Fuck yeah, bro. I'm down. We gotta get uh we gotta get the whole chat together. We can uh we can do that. Masks off,
1: right? <laughs> I mean, I, like, CDC says yes. I'm all for it. I'm double vaccinated and and my family is too, except for my my four-year-old, but I think he's going to be fine. Double Um, or
0: triple? I thought you got all three.
1: Oh, no. I said uh, when Ohio announced the million (laughs) dollar lottery, I was like, let me double up on this. Let me go. I'll get the J&J and then if if they'll let me, I'll get the Pfizer. We'll be like, we'll be hulking out.
0: Bro, I'm just saying, you can probably just go in with different names and just keep getting them,
1: right? Oh, I know. I don't actually want to do that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so yeah dude we're recording at a different time i feel different right now first of all the sun is out it's friday night the sun is out right now which is the first time we recorded with the sun out in a long time yeah well i perspective.
1: mean like we owed it to our listeners right like we uh we tried listen to to let everybody know that isn't in our discord we tried an experiment and video wise that experiment did not come out too badly But we thought we were going to be able to translate the audio recording of the video streaming that we did into like a listenable podcast. (laughs) And when I went to go edit, I was like, this is the worst thing that I've ever (laughs) heard. Thank God. In my entire life. And I was thinking like, should I just like, should I still upload it? And I was like, no, I'm embarrassed that we thought we were going to be able to make what the video turned out really good in fact, I'll put the video in the cast notes. you guys can watch us uh play some legacy leagues and shoot the shit while we like try to do a podcast while we're playing um but it didn't work it didn't work without the visual uh it was kind of just like dis disconnected and no you wouldn't be able you wouldn't have been able to follow what was going on without the video so we uh we postponed it and now we finally got our schedules back on track but watch that video it's like. It's like C plus B minus magic YouTube content, uh, and you get to see Ian like crush a bottle of Jameson. That was the highlight. Was uh, was Ian crushing a bottle of Jameson?
0: Dude, there there was uh it was some good games. Honestly, I was happy with how it came out, and I was very happy that you didn't release it because that's what I was hoping <laughs> was going to happen when I yeah. envisioned oh. uh, afterwards. Envisioned people listening to it, but last uh, last episode we did a shout out to. Our buddy uh, Josh Perschbacher, and it's in the video, but you know not everyone's gonna see that. So I just wanted to shout him out again for being on the Evan Williams bottle, bro.
1: That when you told me that, I was like, no, like what? What is going on here? And then you sent me the picture, and I was like, oh shit! Like I gotta get, I gotta get a bottle of this. I gotta find one of my buddies in the middle of the country that like I can trade some Treehouse beer to if they send me a bottle of Evan Williams. They're gonna be like, listen. Why? Why do you need a bottle of Edmund Williams? <laughs> but I need that. I are you all that right? Bottle. That's what they're
0: gonna say. Are you all right, buddy? Yeah. Like, are you sure?
1: Like, you know that the street house is like a. Yeah. Ne- never mind. I-, I understand. I understand the deal.
0: Yeah. No, it's awesome, bro. I can't wait to get this bottle. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's so sick. We're uh, we're very happy for Josh. We're very happy that I don't have to keep this a secret anymore because it's been like a year waiting to uh spoil this but yeah you never told me
1: you told you so like oh remember when i told you this Uh, you never (laughs) told me you kept it a real secret that's commitment that's that's my bad bro
0: but yeah the video is good i i I would recommend that uh if you're a dedicated fan maybe check it out i was uh i was rusty call bro i was hella rusty when i i went back and watched it there was like two or three times where i was like what the hell was i thinking
1: well, I thought I thought my reads were pretty good. Uh, yeah. In fact, I thought that I made like a few a few lines that we could have improved on. But like, obviously, there were some cards that were that were newish, and I, I hate to say that like Brazen Borrower is a newish card for me. <laughs> but like, I just I completely didn't understand. I couldn't block creatures with uh, on the ground, and there was no reason not to send it. So there's one turn where I just like don't attack, and uh, and that was a clear mistake. But I thought everything else was pretty tight. And I liked how blue red worked. I was actually like that. That made me such a huge fan of Ethereal Forager. Like, yeah, that I I just I have loved playing with that card ever since. And uh, I have all my copies in paper. It sucks. It's like sixty tickets on MTGO, but but that card is for real.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, bro. That that's a great card. I think after playing the deck, um, I think it was an eco. Was it Ecos deck?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna play. Uh, we were gonna play M, M- uh, W ninety four Ga's version. Yeah. And we couldn't find the deck list. I, d- I have all my copies in paper of um, uh, Expressive Iteration, and uh, a- and that's like what I'm. I'm super pumped about playing that. But that that version of the deck, I don't think had Forager. And I think if I was gonna start to play a version like that, then I would I would want to put Forager in there because it was such a house. Yeah,
0: there is one thing though playing the deck that I think, you know, after we after we played a few games and I watched those games and thought some more about it and like sideboarding and stuff. So it had two Bone Crusher Giants, two Brazen Borrowers, three Ethereal Foragers and four Young Pyromancers. I think it was just a little too high on the curve, you know what I mean?
1: Yep, no, like, it definitely was. And uh yeah. I think that um, well, it's just it's just talking about straight blue red as a color combination there's lots of things it has, like, really trouble with removing once they hit the board. So, later in that league, um... Look, I, I ended up... I ended up doing well in the league, but I, I lost to a Nels player in Game 3, where, like... Uh, I had total board control, but he was able, in a turn, to, um... To play Allosaurus Shepherd into Choke. Oh. And I only had a Chain Lightning as my removal spell, so I wasn't able to, like, kill... Kill the Shepherd and, uh, force a negation in the Choke... So it like it just sort of turned the game around. So I think that if I was really looking to play this, then it's leaning me back towards my like my Jeskai or maybe like Rug Splash. Maybe <laughs> maybe you get Sylvan Library or, or something like that out of the deal.
0: I do like those, yeah, the, those Rug Splash decks. So yeah, I feel you on that for sure. It was fun though, man. I, I had a lot of fun playing again. We were gonna record yesterday actually, but you ate too
1: much, bro. I got it. Yeah.
0: You had a sick a stomach
1: ache, right? Uh it was uh yeah, I uh yep. Yeah. I don't I don't want to say this publicly, but I <laughs> I know. i just You know what weird. I'm saying? I yeah. But I yeah, I, I ate something that I wasn't in the mood to record after.
0: Yeah. It's all good. But dude, mm-hmm. this episode, so this episode that we're having right now, actually wait. Before we dive into this, I did want to say something about the pro tour, right?
1: Oh, well, what's that? Did you look at it at all? <laughs> No, I, I saw that they, like, slash prize payouts. They just basically made everything like an invitation to the world championships. No more rivals, no more MPL. Um, I, I know they changed the names of some things, but it was just, like, basically kicking all the pro players in the nuts again, right?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't really know, like, the announcement. But what I did was... I don't have a Twitter account anymore, but I just, like, went on to scope just in browser mode or whatever to... Uh, to see what people were saying because I heard there there was something going on. And I was like looking at some people like I, first of all, I'm not really on Twitter anymore, but second of all, I stopped following most of the magic pros because it was just wasn't relevant at all to me anymore.
1: Yeah. I think you were very liberal with your use of like the, the not follow and snooze buttons. And I just never yeah. do that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just haven't used those features. Gotcha. Although it's really fun when I try to look at something, something and somebody has me blocked, and I have to try to figure out why they have me blocked. Like, what did I do or say to get blocked on Twitter? Well, Maybe just this podcast. Maybe this is a shitty podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. I, I know I, – I don't want to get into it. But anyway um, – it, it was funny, bro, seeing, like, all the pros and, like, feeling. I felt bad for some of them. You know, there's, there's some pros I liked. And I watched the Pro Tour for a long time because of the draft rounds mostly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I just loved watching the draft. And, like, you know, I did – some legacy players say they don't care at all about the Pro Tour or, like, you know, sort of – Look down on it, or not, not, you know what I mean. Like make like these snide little comments or whatever. I always appreciated that it was there. I always used
1: to love watching it. Like back when I was playing a lot more standard, like maybe 2010 through like 2014, I I would watch every Pro Tour, and like I would know some people on there. And I felt bad when they took Limited out for for people like Mike Sigrist, who were just like houses in Limited, and seeing that sort of taken away from them. Uh, And I feel really bad about like a lot of the people who i know who, have, who have, have gone that direction and said okay like this is this is what i'm gonna do um it's just it's so hard to see wizards wizards do that to those people that have like been around for them for so long and supported and promoted the game and now wizards is like okay well we, we don't really need this anymore like it, it's done yeah
0: it was interesting too because like there's people that i hadn't like, I stopped listening to podcasts, like other, you know, magic, general, general magic podcasts, like, you know, top level or something like that. So I didn't really, I hadn't really heard of a lot of these guys in like two years at this point. So like seeing what like Alexander Hain was doing these days or like, you know, these random guys that I haven't really thought about in a couple of years, but I don't know, man, it's sad, but hopefully something better comes out of this because I don't think either of us ever watched MPL, right?
1: No, no. I mean, we weren't part of that market. Um, if I'm gonna watch, if I'm gonna watch Twitch, it's it's gonna be somebody playing Legacy or somebody who I know. Hmm. Yeah. No, for sure.
0: But yeah, dude. Also, Modern Horizons two is like four weeks away or something.
1: I know. Well, I told I gotta get a box because I told Matt um, that uh, that I had the next box for our draft our draft um, weekend. We uh, so he bought he bought a full box of the Strixhaven collector boosters. Okay. The ones with like the they it comes with like a Japanese card. It comes with a bunch of foils. They're like like the premium packs. The ones yeah. that are like like however many dollars a pack. And he bought a whole box of them. And we drafted the collector's packs, and it was so sick. Oh really? Yeah, it was so much fun. Interesting. We all we had to look up and make a list of what all the Japanese cards were when we opened <laughs> them and pass them around with the pack because while some of them we knew like we didn't know all of them and uh it was it was really fun to play like it was kind of like a it was cube-esque because there are extra rares in those packs yeah uh so everybody's deck was super powerful like you could you could end up doing crazy stuff and uh actually had a really good time
0: oh that's sweet man very nice so yeah this is do you saw the fetches though Like the old border fetches. Yeah,
1: I love them. I'm not going to buy them because, like, I already have my fetches. So, like, I don't need to have those fetches. But if I was fetch landless and I was trying to build, like, a beautiful deck, I would 100% get those. They're great.
0: Well, dude, it's crazy because we were just talking about this, like, you know, how many more sets they could sell. Like, how, you know, how many more cards have to be in old border. So I made out, like, a little list just thinking about it, like, you know. You could sell this set with, like, Preordain and blah, 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 and this set with Planeswalkers and this. And, like, Fetchlands, the, the Zendikar fetches were, like, number one in terms of, like, selling a set. I, like, I thought it was totally unnecessary that they put them in this set. I mean, I'm happy they did, right? Like, it's cool to have them, but, like, damn, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not complaining about it. They right, obviously no. didn't need to do that to sell them, but I think that they're gauge and reaction. And they probably had this in the pipeline. Right, they were like, "Listen, this is something people want. They they already have their products pre-planned. This wasn't something that like they switched when time the Time Spiral Remastered set came out, and they were like, oh, no, we need to do this again.' Like this was this was probably in the works for a while. Right, so, but it's
0: funny that they like they knew how you know how Time Spiral Remastered would do. They knew that people wanted these cars. You know what I mean? Because well, I mean, they I mean, they've been on talking this. about it
1: since Grand Prix uh, Grand Prix Richmond, like." This is, I mean, I don't know how I can't remember how many years ago that was. That was like three, and they they know how to gauge people's reactions to them saying things, and they're like, "Listen, if we printed a bunch of like legacy playable things in old border, like how pumped would you be?" And like everybody was like, "That's an amazing idea." Yeah, uh, and it just so happened that like that got a bunch of people back into buying Magic packs again, so it worked out well. Like yeah, it's just wild.
0: They're just moving so fast, like it's uh it's wild, but I, I'm happy you know like i I want the cards. I don't have tarns right now because I sold them when they were ninety, which was insane in my opinion
1: and how uh, how much are they now
0: uh I think like seventy, okay, but I'm gonna get the old ones now, so yeah dude that's uh that's what we know about modern horizons right now, uh hopefully. It does good things for the format. the does little to, to good, you know what I mean? Like not, not no no ren and six right now because I think we're in a good
1: spot. I mean there's there's probably gonna be.
0: Yeah, probably. But who knows? Anyway, let's let's uh let's hop into the topic. The main so,
1: co- the main topic that every legacy podcast is done. Dude and every podcast when everybody hears it, they're like this shit again. I don't think so, bro, because
0: here's the thing. Our most popular episodes with with our uh, lugubrious fan base... I don't know
1: what that word means. What does that word mean?
0: I I feel like it means extravagant, but I don't actually know. Uh, Our most popular episodes are the ones where we fight, right? The ones where we (laughs) argue about shit.
1: We're going to agree on everything.
0: Plus, you're all, like, roided out, so, like, hopefully we get some good Okay, so listen, that
1: word means looking or sounding sad... Or in <laughs> That's, that actually that yep perfect
0: well <laughs> there we go so yeah uh there all right first of all there, there's an event that uh that wasi's doing like on on arena this historic event where some cards that are banned are actually tweaked so like renin six um you know, it can get bolted when it comes in. You know, Oko can only target your own things. That
1: sort of that sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, they're errata in cards to see. Whether yeah, or not. which is
0: interesting, but that's not what we're going to be talking about. I just wanted to shout that out though, because Adam Wallace uh, had pointed that out earlier this week, and I thought that was pretty cool. But our what? Uh, my buddy Jared Doucette from New England Old School Tournament Organizer. Has been like asking me a lot about legacy recently. He's like getting into the format, and he sent me this video, and like I was working at the time or sleeping or something. So I didn't like see it when he sent the video. So when I saw it, he had sent me a video and he was like, I think this guy's right. And then he's like, actually never mind, it was an April Fool's video. But it was a Nikachu video where he's talking about cards he thinks can be on Band in Legacy, basically. And Jared had made some arguments to me, about these cards before you realized it was an April Fool's video. And I watched the video and, like, you know, some of the stuff was a little bit ridiculous. But some of the stuff I actually think I just agreed with. I didn't think it was April Fool's-ish at all, you know. And I feel like you're probably not going to agree on some of these. What do you think, man? Is your opinion that most of these cards need to stay banned?
1: No. I think that we can unban a ton of them. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: here we go this is the ban list the moment you've all not been asking for but secretly (laughs) waiting for all right bro card number one mind twist
1: clearly it can be unbanned Yes. like there's i don't think there's anybody who can actually argue that mind twist is something that needs to go like if you have enough mana to be able to make that card impactful on the first turn, then you have enough mana to add nauseum and kill your opponent. Like, it, it's not mana efficient. You talk about Him the Torak. Uh, him the Torak is a better card than Mind Twist, and in Legacy, yep. it is completely fine for the format. In fact, nobody will play it.
0: 110%, bro. People are like, oh, Ritual, Ritual, Mind Twist. It's like, okay, you just went Swamp, <laughs> Ritual, Ritual, Mind Twist... You just spent like fucking three cards, like Solid spent three cards, but you had to have four cards in your hand. Solid spent three cards, you know, to hit them for four. It's like it's not even that good. You know what I mean? Like it's it's maybe it's an unfun play experience, but not even, not even really that because you're just starting the game like you each mulligan to three or whatever. It's not even that good. You know what I mean? So I think it's crazy that this card is uh, restricted or banned.
1: Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Wow. It'd so we, like, we you agree know. on that one. Oh man, that was really contentious.
0: Yeah, dude, that was uh, that was nothing apparently. So all right, number two, Necropotence.
1: All right. This one I think is too good. Like, uh, I think that mm-hmm. I would be afraid to say Necropotence is an okay card in Legacy. Specifically because of Dark Ritual, and I know you actually don't get access to the cards until until the the turn after. Well,
0: and, the end step.
1: Uh, well, okay, yeah, but like you're you're not going to be able. I guess there could be some like instant speed combo that you could play. Yeah. Where you could where you could you kill can you draw forces
0: step. basically. You can draw forces or whatever.
1: Yeah, um, but but I don't think this is a safe unban. I think it's too efficient and too easy to cast when paired with Dark Ritual. And uh, if you take a look at the the decks that already play Dark Ritual, they can really, really abuse multiple card draws. So if you put that into a deck like Storm, uh, then they can just, like, sculpt the perfect seven for the next turn, and it would be too dangerous to have in the format. That's my opinion. Yep.
0: I, I should add, this is group one. I grouped these into three groups. Group one were the cards that I expected us to agree on. So, so far, oh. we're two for two.
1: Okay, so um, I thought... Okay, did you... so I thought that, that you were grouping them by, like, cards that you um that you thought were actually unbannable, like on oh, the list. Oh, oh, so I no. didn't know why these were the way they were. I thought I was like, oh, we're definitely going to disagree on some of these, but, like... Oh, yeah. We, I think we might disagree on library, but we'll, well get there.
0: Yeah, so I think Necropotence is um, actually just way too... Uh, way too linear. I don't know if I want to say linear exactly, but like, how many games against Storm or or Doomsday or you know whatever combo deck would just be Ritual Necropotence? Do you have it? You know, like it, it just doesn't make for a good experience on power level. It you know it might not. Th- there might be a case, but I, I'm not going to make it just because I think it would be a bad play experience too. You know what I mean? I mean, I think so, it's
1: better than the next card you have there. Well yeah, it's it's way better. So yeah, this okay. card is the
0: biggest joke. I think this is a bigger joke than Mind Twist, which is Yagmoth's bargain.
1: Yeah, I mean, like obviously it's a super powerful spell. But six mana in Legacy is a ton, even if you're playing like a terrible mana deck, you might be able to try to break it in like a in like a some sort of like black axe grim monolith shell where you have extra um mana sources rather than just relying on like rituals to, to power it out. But um but I think this card is a safe unban, especially because it's a permanent that you can like, you can shut off with a lot of commonly played Legacy cards. Yeah. Um, where th- this card is a much safer unban than Necro, and I think if you went and unban Yawgmoth's Bargain, not much would change.
0: Yeah, bro. And like, if you need a Grizzlebrand, it's still a seven-seven flying life link. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you have Grizzlebrand and Bolus's Citadel, like totally. I mean, there's another argument about Grizzlebrand, but you have those cards in the format, and they've been in the format. Well, Bolas' Citadel's relatively new, but uh, yeah, Grizzlebrand's been in the format for like 10 years. I
1: think Grizzlebrand kind of gets that like brainstorm pass where yeah. like if Grizzlebrand's a staple of the format. I don't think that you can say, all right, Grizzlebrand's too powerful. Like, that has been in the format long enough to where people are like, okay, yes, we understand this card is insane, but there are entire archetypes based off around abusing that card, and I think that things have settled enough to where we can give that kind of a pass because it's a pillar of the format
0: yeah but I, I just think like you know if that's gonna be in the format then you have to have Yagbar. like it's not it's not close between the two I don't think
1: right but okay I got you uh
0: Earthcraft I put these three cards together Earthcraft survival and fast bond the reason that I put them together is because I've never cast any of these cards like I, I know what they all they do you know what I mean and I've seen Fast Bond and vintage, and I've I've heard about survival decks and heard about Earthcraft decks, but they were mostly like standard back in the day.
1: Yeah, I I mean I've cast all of them. I have different opinions on each one, right? Um, but but I've, I've definitely played them. I, I don't think-
0: have strong opinions on these. That's why I put a question mark.
1: Okay, so I think that uh, I think Earthcraft is an easy unban. I think that maybe uh, you... Like, you can't really talk about, like, Earthcraft, uh, Squirrel's Nest, or whatever, because this is another, like, disruptible two-card combo that, like, you need another piece for it. It's uh, like Twin, right? Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's a two-card combo. It's two and three mana. It's in one color. You can protect it. It's kind of like Twin. You don't win that turn. Um, you can talk about how maybe Earthcraft gets paired with Gaia's Cradle and, like, an Elf Shell to make a ton of mana. But, I mean, if, if you're an Elves player with a, a ton of creatures in play and you have a cradle like you're not you're not mana constrained yeah like
0: does elves want to put a, a non elf permanent pro, in their deck like pro, that
1: probably not so i think that earthcraft if you unban it it doesn't really do a ton more for the format there might be some people who who try to make it work but i think earthcraft is a safe unban survival i'm torn on um because you can do some crazy things with it in play that being said it's an enchantment like it's vulnerable to soft counter magic but it's four with, mana, right? No, it's two. Oh, it's two. It, it's I'm one sorry. One in a green. It's, it's Sylvan Library casting cost, and it costs and a green to, green to activate. Green to
0: activate, right? Yeah,
1: but I think that uh, I think that that card I would be hesitant to unban because I think that like you could make a a really powerful tutor based creature shell with that. Um, think Vengevine. Think think Manadorks. Um, I, I would I would say that survival is not a safe unban. It might be, it's not. It's not at the level where you were like, okay, Necropotence. No, right, right. I think that Survival is probably closer to being unbannable than Necropotence. But I think that if I was making a decision to test some things, I would say no on Survival, and I'd also say no on Fast Bond. Like, uh, just just because of how efficiently lands could function. Just imagine imagine those explosive starts from lands where you're like oh shit, they have a Mox Diamond, I have to force that, or I'm going to be so far behind. And you see them now have access to four fast bond. where you're like, they they just played five lands on turn one. You right, but I mean? they,
0: they had Mana Bond, right? And th- they would play Exploration, like four Explorations and one Mana Bond, typically.
1: Right, so that's five copies of cards that are worse than this.
0: Right, right, but I'm saying that they, they played Exploration over Mana Bond, right? So like... The exploration effect is better than the mana bond effect, but they yeah, fast bond is better than either of them. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like with exploration, you don't immediately lose when it comes into play. Like it takes them a few turns. Oh yeah, turn, yeah, yeah, to sure. turn that mana advantage into something tangible. You you put fast bond into that, and not only are they like wastelanding your first land drop, but they're making a merit Lage on turn one. They that I feel like fast bond because of the lands deck. It, and that's the only deck it would probably see play in. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe some sort of stone shell. It replaces Reign of Filth because you can like drop extra yeah. lands you add nauseum or something like that. But like, I I feel that uh, uh, that card I would I would say no to specifically because of lands.
0: I'd also say no out of sort of ignorance. The the thing that tripped me up though is like, you know, lands doesn't play. For mana bond, you know, like I've already said this, but like, you know, they exploration is the card they'd rather have over mana bond and the delta between mana bond and fast bond doesn't seem that wide to me, right? Like it's like your turn one, like you get all the lands in play, rather than have to wait till your end step. And you could have to discard a relevant card, but usually it's just like a punishing
1: fire or something. So I mean, like, I, I feel like the the not having to discard part is huge. And being yeah. able to control it and have it be reusable where you get them on your main phase is also huge. Um, but I think uh, I think I would say no to Fastbond specifically for the reasons I said. But yeah, I, mean, I don't I'm, think
0: I'm, it adds I'm, anything, though. That's the thing. It doesn't add anything good, so there's no reason to unban it, right?
1: Well, I mean, like, we don't know. I'm sure that people could, like, tutor with a Fastbond shell, but it's it's unlikely that it adds anything new, I guess. Right. Gotcha. All
0: right. Did you just mute? No. Oh. Alright. Uh so alright, you thought that this would be contentious. Library of Alexandria. Fine. Totally fine.
1: Oh. Okay, I thought you were gonna disagree.
0: No, dude, and this this was supposed to be like the giveaway that the that the Nikachu video was in April Fool's. And I was like, this is this is like totally reasonable what he's saying you know and like in vintage they talk about like unrestricting this card people don't even play it most of the time you know what i mean like it's what, what are you gonna play the library and delver you yeah know? i
1: mean like i feel like that old like the the library and vintage was when the format was was i, I don't want to say a lot slower but like when those like those blue base decks could just play their library on turn one and milk it yeah and i don't think i i haven't played vintage since like 20 2018 but vintage i don't think vintage is like that anymore and I, I think that even less games of legacy are like that the only time you're sitting there with a full grip is on turn one like you are yeah. you're, you're either playing a, de- a tempo deck where you're trading like your cards in your hand for for tempo advantage you're playing out your permanence early like i don't i don't I'm sure that there would be decks that would want to play library and maybe some some new archetypes that might want to try to take advantage of library but like you're just going to get punished by wasteland and days and that's that's not a good place you want to be if you want to play legacy.
0: Yeah, for sure. And there's no Moxon, right? Like vintage. So you can't even well, like
1: Well, I mean, there's fake ones. Like the but I mean like mox But Diamond they involve the going well under yeah,
0: 7, yeah. Right, right, right. So, yeah, dude, I really don't think this card... The the problem is the price, right? So it's, like, already a $2,000 card. So, like, if it did hit, it would be insane. So, like, the price is sort of a gating feature. Like, I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't unban it just because it's a $2,000 card and we don't need another one of those.
1: I mean, Tabernacle's in Legacy.
0: Right, I'm saying we don't need another one.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sure, sure, sure.
0: But, yeah. Because, you know, like... Miracle like in a miracles mirror is probably a fucking amazing card, you know what I mean? But yeah. Talarian Academy.
1: Nope.
0: So this card is just Gaia's Cradle though.
1: Nope. (laughs) I mean like listen, I I played this I played this back in the day in standard and extended. This card is just broken. Like okay. If the fact one, the fact that it straight up produces blue mana makes it a hell of a lot different than Gaia's Cradle. There are many, many more mana producing artifacts that allow you to double up on the mana advantage. There's a lot more zero cost playable artifacts like you have other things that combine with all of that stuff that's all in blue that just makes us like the one of the worst cards that you could unban for the format. I
0: 100% think. And that's that. Yeah, I I could not possibly agree more. This card, it, all the decks that you hate to play against, just got so much better. Like especially with Urza now too, like Urza and all the Echo Karn shit going on. Like y- you don't want Tilarian Academy. You could be this you could
1: be doing there. all that with Force of Will and Force of Negation backup with like yeah with the be- the with the ability to, to like. Like have a, a very significant chance of being able to produce six mana on turn one. Like it's just gross
0: and bizarre. I feel like we don't need to talk about. We're obviously not
1: gonna bring back bizarre. No, I mean nobody. Okay, not many people like playing against dredge. And you bring back bizarre. Not only like let's forget about the price and the availability stuff. Right. Um, it, it's just it's something that you wouldn't really want to have in the format exactly
0: so yeah so we got through part one with but
1: you know what wait would it be a safe unban though i mean because just because you don't want it in a format like if you put bizarre into dredge decks like obviously people need to play more graveyard hate but would that be like an unbeatable legacy deck i
0: don't think so and this is what i agree with uh, disagree with jared on actually because he was saying that he thought the only card that was really bad was Bazaar from the Nikachu video. And I was like, no, dude, Academy is really bad. But uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess with the with the new mulligan, or not new mulligan, but the change in the mulligan rules, <laughs> the new uh, mulligan. Y- basically, like, it's always going to end up being that your opponent has the, the Bazaar, and you probably already have, you always have the, um, the Leyline of the Void. But I guess that just puts the game on an axis that I don't really want to play. Right. So, yeah, I I wouldn't do it, although it might be fine.
0: The thing is, like, with Vintage, you don't have Lion's Eye Diamond, right? So, like, LED dredge. I mean, you do. Like, a Lion's Eye Diamond is restricted, though, you know? So, like, in Legacy, you you have have... these explosive LED starts.
1: Yeah, that you don't have in Vintage.
0: So I'm not even sure... Like, I'm sure Dredge would play it. You know what I mean? I'm sure it would be I mean, sure you, can, be very you can do good.
1: both. Like, and you're more likely to have it if you have four LED and four Bazaar, but... Yeah. Yeah, I got you.
0: But I'm not sure necessarily that, like, you know, the, the clock would change all that much. Anyway, I, I don't think it's a good idea. It's not practical for the price reasons. I don't want us play against the decks... It would definitely make the decks better, so I'm just not touching it. Group 2 are cards where I think that there's at least an equivalent version of them. So, anyway, I'm not going to really get into it, but uh, we'll just run to the cards. Oath of Druids.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely no? No way. So you think Oath would be worse than Show and Tell? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Wait, are you are you saying that you think that you can unban Oath of Druids in, in the Legacy format where people like play creatures? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, I think. Oh man, where you think Oath of Oath of Druids? Oath of Druids. Have you I ever mean... played with that card? imagine yeah. imagine that the show and tell just sits in play and you don't have to have the shit in your hand and like if you try to fight back against it you just lose on the spot how can you think that card is okay i'm sorry well, because you have bad. to
0: pass you have to pass turn like you can get like decayed oh. or you know interacted with okay it's not a blue card like show and tell
1: but i mean you play blue with it it's not a blue card but like right you do that
0: right true
1: okay i i say no way and I say no way on the next one too, Tinker. Yeah.
0: What would the Tinker deck look like?
1: I mean, it could play. Obviously, you can't get like Memory Jar or anything crazy like that. Right. Uh, but you could get. You could get a lot. You can get Lattice. Uh, I know that you can already get that with Karn. You can use it in like a in like an Urza shell. Um, you can get mana with it. You can get. You can use it as a tutor package to get defense grid and things like that I just think that there's like no way that Tinker is a safe unban. I know we have transmute artifact but transmute artifact has a really hard time oh, going yeah, up no, in, that's not even go up yeah. going up in mana like they're not comparable um, I, I don't think I don't think Tinker is a, is a close play for a safe unban
0: no I'm with you I, I would definitely choose oath over Tinker. But okay. I'm, I, I'm just curious what the Tinker deck would even look like.
1: I mean, like, I don't think anybody's Bullets actually sat down to think about what you would do with Legacy Tinker because you could just, like, you could... Um, uh, there are so many artifacts that have come out for, like, Commander that are, yeah. like, six, seven, eight artifacts that when they're in play, you just get, like, huge advantage. And the ability to, like... If you're talking about Legacy, like, a, you're not restricting cards, so you have access to 4 Tinker... So you, yep. can, you can play Tinker, Ponder, Brainstorm, Preordain. You're always <laughs> going to have it. You're probably going to be able to c- regularly cast it on turn two with Force Backup. And, like, there's just too much stuff that you could get for me to say that's okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, nah, it's it's probably really bad. So, yeah, I'm with you. Mine's Desire, though.
1: Okay. I think it's safe. It's got to be safe, right? I mean, like if so the problem with mind's desire is if like the the actual yeah no it's safe it's just straight up safe like yeah if the storm is that high where mind's desire is absolutely going to be a hit then like then you're dead from tendrils anyway and it doesn't matter and if mind's desire is just so good at a lower storm count then like you it's, it's just show and tell and it's twice as expensive so i think yep. like clearly you could bring that card back and things would be fine
0: i didn't actually know until doing the show notes that Mind's desire was banned
1: oh well i mean like maybe maybe there's some like mono mono blue high tide deck where like it strengthens that deck because if your i don't know if your opponent starts to like counter some of your early stuff and you have access to enough mana to Mind's desire you could like Mind's Desire hit another high tide, a time spiral, or something crazy like that. But, like, um, I, I mean, I think that's probably safe. I think Marcus would love it. Um, yeah, but But sure. I think the format would be fine.
0: Yeah, agreed. What about uh, – this is interesting. So you're you're out on Tinker. What about Channel? Uh, or I'm sorry, you're out on Oath, I meant to say.
1: No, I think Oath needs to be out. Right, you're out yeah. on oath. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think channel's
0: fine. I have to say, channel's fine because I said t- I said oath was probably okay. So,
1: I thought okay. So I think channel is closer to being fine than than oath. I think oath is a right. clear out. Yes. Um. Well but, I mean I mean, I mean so okay, so you gotta think about what shells can abuse channel. You gotta think of like channel Emrakul, channel Eldrazi, channel channel carn, like just big mana stuff. Right. And that that stuff can already happen with show and tell and with like with mana rocks anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so I think that because if you are playing channel. You you need to be pretty deep into green to make that work, or maybe you're playing things like Pedal and Dual Lands to like to supplement your blue cantrips and counter spells and all that. But I think Channel is probably fine because it can do similar things to Show and Tell already, and it it obviously screws with your mana more than Show and Tell does. You obviously get some like cast triggers from the Eldrazi, um, but again, it's another like two card combination that can be broken up by counter magic that I think is probably okay.
0: It does, yeah, it, it does suck, though. Like, let's say you want to play Zoo, right? This is just one more deck, like this all-in channel deck. Like, I think about that Hypergenesis deck that Steve Hartford played at the Leaving Legacy. Yeah, like,
1: but, I mean, if you want to play Zoo and somebody channels for 15, then, like, all you <laughs> need is two bolts, right? Like, you win that game.
0: Yeah, okay. But, I, I mean, you, you're not going to have two lands after the cool.
1: No right, so like you, you gotta you gotta bolt them, and then lose your land and play another land and bolt them. Right, true. So you
0: gotta win the die roll, scrub. But yeah, dude, I I, I don't think that channel is like a fun card or an interesting card, but I I don't think it's worse than other things that are going on. So mm-hmm. jar, I I could have also put in the question mark category.
1: Well, I mean, like that got that got hit along with all of the other stuff. And I think if you're t- like, you can't have all of them. I also, I don't, I also don't think Jar. I don't think you would want to do that anyway, just because of what it can do to some of the spell-based combo decks. Like giving it another option like that to be able to, uh, absolutely strip your opponent's hand that they sculpted, like to, right. to turn it into a random hand on the turn that you're comboing off. I think it's like, it's just kind of, kind of a crazy card.
0: Yeah. All right, so the next two cards I think are going to be the hottest. Soul Ring and Mana Drain. Okay. So Soul Ring is is not considered, it was never considered power, but it, it, it basically should be, right? Like it's, it's just an incredibly efficient broken card that because it was an uncommon was, you know, I really have a soft spot for Soul Ring because when you start playing Magic, it's, like, how you beat people, like, uh, the who are better than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when I was the little 5th grader, the way that I would beat the 8th graders is because I'd have Soul Ring in my opening hand. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you have like, your, your turn 3 Sour Angel and, like, yeah. things would be rolling.
0: So, like, I, I do have, like, a soft spot for Soul Ring. And also, I wonder, like, what would happen to the format, right? Because there's never been a format where Soul Ring where you could have four soul rings, right?
1: So what no. would happen... Um, I mean, people would probably be playing a lot more like like flexible artifact removal in the main deck. Chalice maybe gets a lot better because not only does soul ring give you the opportunity to soul ring chalice on one, but it shuts off your opponent's soul rings. Tempo probably gets a little bit worse because it's really hard to daze and delve for people with soul ring in the format. Mm. Um, I mean, it changes it changes the mana curve of what you would play in your deck if you have access to four soul ring. It would just do really weird things.
0: It would do really weird things. So you think chalice decks would play it just to go like soul ring, chalice? Oh yeah. Even though, like, because Chalice decks don't don't ever play
1: wands, right? I know, but it's still like just so powerful that if you have it before Chalice, it not only powers out Chalice, but you can do things like uh, I don't know, play um, uh, play Soul Ring Defense Grid, like, like a whole a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know. I I mean, I, I don't. I think that it would so completely change the format that. Talking about it would mean that we're talking about a completely different legacy, right?
0: So like Delver decks just wouldn't exist in this legacy. It would be like I mean they might know, exist
1: because Delver's such a good creature, but it would just be like so much different than things are now that mm. I can't imagine a Legacy format with four Soul Ring,
0: like Trigon like, Predator, like that. Yeah, kind I mean of like
1: that card becomes playable. Maybe like Gorilla Shaman. Like, red decks are playing Gorilla Shaman or something crazy like that. Dude.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to think about. And the the mana drain is also interesting to think about, man, because the problem with mana drain is that there's no mana burn, right? So, like, when the card was designed, it was counterspell with upside and also a little bit of downside because, like, if you countered a fireball and you didn't have any way to use the mana, you could get fucked with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like... I think, I think Mana Drain is a much bigger... It's much safer than Sol Ring. I, I think obviously... Oh, yeah, 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 no, it's, certainly. It's an amazing card. And uh, there would definitely be some decks that play it. I actually, a whole bunch of decks would play it. Yeah. Um, and it would just give some amazing advantages. But then again, in Legacy, right? Like, what... How what, big of an advantage, how, though? How big of an advantage are you going to get from that colorless mana? Like, if you look at... Uh, there might be some, like, some like blue Urza Shell, they can do a lot with it. Maybe uh like obviously like mana draining into Karn is pretty sick. But like a Delver deck, you're not you don't have the ability to use that much colorless mana. Even like Miracles decks maybe you would see like Miracles Jace. decks playing like seven cost Karn. You could power out your Jace, but still like that's only reducing the mana cost of your Jace by two. Like it's it's good. Right? right. Um but I that card's much safer than Sol Ring.
0: I I'm not a hundred percent sure that you would see that many more mana drains than you already see counter spells. You know what I mean? So like miracles, however many counter spells they're playing, they're obviously anybody who is playing counter spells just playing mana drain now because it's it's only potentially upside. Yeah, but I, like I agree for a delver deck the upside is just like you know reducing the cost of your goif by one or you know playing around spell pierce or something like that it's like very limited upside for miracles it's only slightly more because in a lot of situations you know you're you're wanting to play at instant speed anyway so like just because you can play your jace on turn three doesn't mean you want to you know what i mean so like i'm not entirely sure how many we would see beyond just replacing the counter spells. It would be interesting though, man. I would I would I'd would be interested I to see I would mess around
1: with it. I think I think we would see we would see a ton of people experimenting with it at first. Mm. Like uh you would be I, I don't know. I would love I would love to play Drain in legacy. Like that card that card to me would would make the format more fun. Yeah. Um it would definitely do some things to it but like i don't think Mana Drain and Sol Ring are on the same level i think maddrain just um, soulring just completely changes everything like the traditional pillars of the the legacy format just don't exist anymore because of that card uh and um and in it, it would still be similar but people you would see people taking advantage of it
0: yeah they both make the format a lot bigger though right cuz like legacy is so does it close Does it make it ground. bigger though what, what do you mean, like, in terms
1: of decks? Yeah, like, it might not. You know what I'm saying? You put Mana Drain in the format, and, like, it might tighten up the format. Yeah, no,
0: I I meant, like, the decks are bigger. Like, the mana costs within the decks are Oh, larger.
1: yes. Yeah, okay, yes, I understand what you're saying. You're, you're yeah, you're right, you're right.
0: But, like, yeah, no, I, I, I do think they would have, like, a uh, consolidating effect on the format, yeah. But I'm just, I, I really wonder, like, you know mana drain to a lesser degree obviously but like how these cards would would reshape the format if they were legal like if if soul ring was the brainstorm of legacy what would legacy be right it's a very interesting thought experiment i think yeah but yeah uh frantic search i've is another card i've never cast and it does not seem safe to me because of slow of high tide reasons
1: oh you think really i would say that frantic search is like it's probably okay. It puts you down a card. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you have a high tide, it ramps your mana. But, I mean, it's three mana. It's it's vulnerable to soft counter magic. Like, like Reanimator would probably go back to black-blue. I, I would say that Reanimator would be the deck that you might not want to say um, is okay for that. But when you take a look at Reanimator decks now, like, the reason why they're doing so well is they get underneath the hate. And, like, Frantic Search is slow enough to where where it doesn't. I I would actually lean to say that frantic search is possibly an okay unbanned. Interesting.
0: So yeah, the the only cards that you really see play right now that that you ritual with this are like the soul lands, like you know, the Ancient Tomb, City of Traders, and then there's High Tide in general, which is not like a, you know, sweeping the nation right now or anything. It's like, you know.
1: Yeah. Hardly well, I mean, you could you it. could also see it played in like a black blue reanimator shell with like you're not taking full advantage of the untap and you play like a lotus petal. Or mm-hmm. like on your turn two, you get to like frantic and to reanimate. Like that that's something that's possible.
0: Bro, would they be playing Lake of the Dead and like hard casting grizzle brands and reanimator?
1: Probably not. I know that card spiked. It's on the reserve list. But, and like the mono black version used to do that with uh, yeah. for Grave Titan in sideboard games. But yeah. no, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, it's just like the only the only deck I really see abusing it is um High Tide, but it it seems so really like a really good card to me. Like I I'm partial to Faithless Looting. I think Faithless Looting is a better card than people really necessarily recognize it as.
1: No, I think it's a good card too, but I mean this costs two more mana. And I know you're like, well, net it's different, right. but yeah. I think the fact that its front side cost is three can't really be ignored when you're talking about a format with days and spell pierce.
0: Yeah. Alright. I yeah, maybe it's alright. I'll I'll give the I'll give you that one. So alright, the tutors though. The top deck tutors, so vampiric, mystical, imperial, seal, and demonic consultation. We're not even putting demonic tutor in here, by the way. That's that's way too good obviously.
1: I think Demonic Consultation is way too good. Probably, yeah. Um, I mean, like. It is. So the other ones, right? Mystical Vampiric Seal, put the card on top. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Consultation has some, like, restrictions where getting one of's is scary. Yes. But if you're not getting a one of and you're getting a four of, that's basically a Demonic Tutor for one mana. Now, with the way that combo decks are built in Legacy now, like, you can, like, strip out key cards. But the fact that a lot, like there are sideboard tutors that you can get, make like make that less of a fact. And I would say that out of all these cards, Demonic Consultation is the hard no.
0: Probably, yeah, that's probably right. But there is a weird thing with like you have to exile the top six cards when you cast Consultation. Mm-hmm. So if you're a combo deck that's playing like you know, a tendrils or something.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you can't do that because then right. you might exile your win condition. But if you're playing something like Burning Wish, and you can rework your Storm deck to where your win conditions are in the sideboard, then Demonic Consultation basically becomes a one-mana Demonic Tutor, and, like, that that card is too good.
0: Yeah, okay, you, you sold me with the Wish part. That's, that's a good point. All right, so I, I was going to probably be out on that anyway, but the Wish part, yeah. Uh, vampiric, Imperial Seal, and Mystical Tutor. We talked about Mystical Tutor when we did, like, the Decade Recap, where it was, like, the Gentleman's Agreement,
1: Yeah. recall. But, I mean, like, I I think it might change. Actually, it might change for the better now that we have cards like Miracles. Like, maybe Mystical Tutor, Time Walk Miracle, Mystical Tutor, Terminus. Like, it might be a fine unban, and it might do good things to the format for how, um... For, like, new cards that have been printed, and back mm. in the day, obviously, like with the the rules change, where you could like, um, you could cast, uh, cast mystical tutor, and and sacrifice Lion's eye diamond at the beginning of your draw step to get off of yeah, the ad nauseum. Yeah. Like that, those those changes really kind of neutered it as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that it's probably safe. I think that that ban is from like a bygone era, um, and a lot of the other cards that you were like, okay, this might be safe, are way way better than what mystical tutor would do right now. Yeah, because that, I mean, my opinion.
0: you know, their card disadvantage they they are making the games more consistent, right? These are single mana top deck tutors. Yeah, Miracles... I mean, I would be
1: I would be more uh, more worried about how mystical tutor might give storm like greater access to always have like duress thoughtsies right, to where right. um y- you have access to that rather than um i don't know rather than like a tutor or whatever because it is um,
0: like a fetch land it's like a fetch land that could be like you know an infernal tutor or a duress or uh
1: you know whatever you need yep
0: <sighs> I- obviously i think mystical is safer than vampiric
1: yeah, that's why know. I talked about that. I'm not sure about Seal and Vampiric Tutor. Because the yeah. ability to really get everything, that's like... That's for real. And obviously yeah. Vampiric Tutor is instant, and Imperial Seal is a sorcery. Yeah, so like, if we're talking life. about the spectrum, like, they're, they're also different. But I don't think that I know enough to, to say that Vampiric would be okay. I think that I would leave it on the ban list just because of how much... How much potential combo stuff has to be abused, and if you have A plus B, then it always gets it, and it yeah. can always also get like land. Like the being able to get everything is just such a uh, such a difference than just being limited to getting instant or sorcery.
0: Yeah, the the one thing I will say is when I was playing vintage, like it was about a year ago now, when I was playing a fair bit of vintage, I ended up cutting vampiric from a lot of decks. Like that that like I would net deck the deck and i would have vampiric a lot and be like i really don't like this card that much
1: yeah you ever net deck a deck that has four bobs in it and be like hey this is blue it should play treasure cruise and dig through time have you ever had like a board completely locked up and then domed yourself for like eight no because that did that definitely happened to me at at eternal weekend okay interesting
0: (laughs) no i've never done that but that's, that's pretty funny yeah this card I don't even want to talk about, but I had—I feel like we had to talk about it just because of the amount of digital ink that's been wasted on this fucking card. Goblin Recruiter.
1: I mean, it's, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Who gives a shit about you stacking your deck for goblins completely? Actually, never mind. Is there an infinite combo that you can just stack and you automatically win? There probably is.
0: Well, what was that goblin that came out like six months ago that was like a combo goblin.
1: The the six mana one? No, no,
0: no. Remember when we did the set review, there was like some other goblin that we were talking about more than Muxus. And like people played it for like a week.
1: I don't remember. With,
0: oh, dude, I wish I could think of it. Because like we, we were honestly curious whether it would be worth playing in goblins because it didn't like go with your plan A at all. But it did open up infinite combos
1: okay so i believe you that there is a goblin that we talked about but it's a it's a goblin and i don't remember yeah my, i think my favorite goblin is goblin creator maker now that's been i like that goblin
0: it was it was some goblin that lets you go infinite with kiki or something i don't know but anyway Okay. <sighs> recruiter you know there's nothing that i can say about it that hasn't been said on either side of the argument so I don't even feel like we need to talk about it but this is this is the weird one bro what would you do with four
1: balance okay so listen listen balance mr cataclysm balance is probably when i was growing up balance was my favorite magic card period i loved casting balance absolutely love casting balance uh I believe it because uh, you're Mister Cataclysm. It. I love it in Cube. I love the fact that like it, it's a symmetric effect, but you can just make it so much more brutal. Back back in the day when you could play like your Zurin Orb and hold priority and sack your lands and like just just do amazing things. I I think that it is too good of a magic card. I think that that uh, balance would make Legacy way more swingy. I think that it would give like a like a blue white miracles type deck just way too many amazing answers to everything. Can you imagine miracles with four balance? Like, well, the thing is,
0: planeswalkers, right? Right. So but, like, I mean,
1: you play planeswalkers with balance in like a white and blue control shell. You just like you control everything.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. That that's why balance might be too good is because of planeswalkers. Oh because yeah, yeah, yeah. It get. It, like it's you know it's creatures lands cards in hand it yeah, doesn't look at planeswalker my
1: analysis is that ba- uh that balance is too good of a card i don't think you're going to end up seeing like a turbo balance shell something that like breaks and abuses it um like a like a storm deck would abuse a powerful sorcery but i think that in a traditional um planeswalker heavy or spell like however however you want to um to consider uh miracles it's just too good of a card period
0: mm. so that's what you would do with four balance you think is, is play miracles or play blue white control i should say probably
1: i would do something like that yeah like what because would you a, think would you, you trying to do like a like a red white artifact base maybe like painter servant with balance that that just dumps its hand early and tries to cast a balance to wreck lands in hand and cards in hand,
0: I wasn't thinking about painter serpent. What I was thinking about was actually enchantress.
1: Like, um, I mean, you're still you know, playing creatures encha- in that, right? What's that? You're still playing creatures in that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you still have you know your eight creatures or whatever, but you have so many enchantments that don't register with balance. But
1: but you're drawing cards to replace those in enchantress, so like, true. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that Enchantress would be the shell to start. It's obviously a powerful yeah. card. It probably makes Enchantress better, but that's not where I would start with it.
0: Yeah, what about those, like, Ghostly Prison? You played against those decks with, like, Ghostly Prison and fucking...
1: I think Bera has played something like that against me.
0: Yeah. I think it would be pretty good in those decks.
1: Yeah, but, but... I mean, like, we're talking about, like, oh, man, it makes, like, Ghostly Prison decks better. We're like, yeah. that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay.
0: So how good is it really in... So if you're playing like a blue eye control deck, you want to be hitting your land drops and you want to have cards in your hand. So is it, is it a liability at that point?
1: I don't know. I think the card is just too good. I think it does too many things and it's too flexible. Um, uh, yeah, I think it does too many things and it's too flexible and it's too powerful that like if you say, like, okay, look at look at this card and look at what it can do, it's... It, uh,
0: I love what it does to deck building, though.
1: Okay, sure, yeah. I love that, too, and I love the card, but I think it's too good.
0: It seems like Mox Diamond would be... Uh, Mox- a really good
1: place to start with it. Yeah. Because not only are you getting the mana advantage with a with a permanent type, it doesn't count. You're getting rid of a card in your hand, too.
0: Like, that's the ultimate mind twist, right? To go to go like uh land diamond diamond balance (laughs) or something and like you lose your land but they have to discard six cards
1: oh yeah i mean like if you can pull that off but then you're opening yourself up to like you have to hold priority on the balance and like if they have a force then you're having a bad time yeah yeah for sure but your last card's life long. i forgot to mention
0: But no, dude. Like I, I. Hey, uh, imagine
1: if you unban Fast Bond and uh, and Balance and Lands. Imagine that. Imagine that you, you Fast Bond, play all your lands, balance, make them discard their hands, sack all your lands, replay them from the graveyard. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that shit. Let me do that. That is pretty sick, actually.
0: Yeah, I don't know, bro. I, I honestly. I'm not convinced that balance would be a problem, but I could be very fucking wrong about that. You know what I mean? Like I I just I just love the card. Like you were saying it's one of your favorite cards. It's definitely one of mm-hmm. my favorite cards too. Yeah. Like I, I love. and when you don't build around it but you just play it because it's so strong. I love what it does to the game because your opponent's like, What the fuck are you doing? Like what like your opponent thinks that you're making mistakes right
1: yeah like why are you doing that like why why would you ever like choose to to block to like fetch not find or like double block and you lose both your creatures like what like what are you doing and because it's a one of and usually it's played in like cube formats or like vintage a lot of people don't usually get a read on a card like balance and when they when it gets cast it's like oh that's what's up well,
0: exactly. So you have to sell your mistakes. It's a very interesting thing because you have to sell your mistakes so
1: they don't read it. Yo, I I am a master of selling my mistakes. <laughs> they're not on purpose. <laughs> like, Bro, were I'm, you uh, trying, trying? Were
0: you go. trying to draw balance when you uh, when you wasted that basic at uh, Niagara?
1: Listen, <laughs> I was Did thinking you think balance ahead, was, I was in your years, deck? I was. That's years what it was, ahead. wasn't
0: it? Oh, man. You were playing a lot of cube, and you thought Thomas was in your deck. It's too soon. No, it It's a good sense.
1: thing I didn't hit record on this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, dude. I, I'm not even going to mention Mana Vault because I think we both know. Mana Vault is out. We didn't talk about the cards that have been banned recently because we've already talked too much about them, and I think we've already formed a solid opinion. I really want Laris back as a non-companion card just a main deck card because um, I just love dead guy so much but other than that I don't really have much to say about those cards
1: yeah I mean it was it was cool to see you um uh, get to like talk through the dead guy matchup in the video that we did too just to remind people that we did a video that's gonna be in the show notes <laughs> that was uh that was really kind of cool
0: Dude, this is upsetting. I, I really thought that uh, I thought that you were gonna be like flipping out about uh, about the soul ring mana drain question. I uh I think that w- for the most part, did you maybe think that? Uh, you think
1: that I was gonna say like flip out which way? Like you can't have soul ring. Well, you can't have mana drain. No, but like I mean, I mean you can. It just completely changes everything too much. Mana drain less than than soul ring. But you can absolutely say, okay, everybody gets four soul rings, and then everything changes, and it's—I mean, it's probably okay. Like, yeah. like people would figure it out. But it—it we it, it would it would not resemble the legacy that we know to the point where it's not worth talking about.
0: I feel like the Tom from like episode 20 to 50 would be like, I don't want to discuss no, this. Stop drinking. Like, I'm trying. I'm trying to <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Healthier. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I have yeah. tequila here. <laughs> um, but, but you know how it is.
0: Yeah. No, I do. That's that's funny though. Because like uh, it, it's not a very spiky discussion to talk about what the format would look like with soul ring. But
1: do we want to uh, have like a dead format invitational? Yeah. Where you can have four soul ring.
0: And mana drains.
1: Yeah. Four soul ring, four mana drain. What do you build with that? You build Karn. You build yeah, like you Mono build Blue Karn. Karn Urza. Yeah, definitely. Hundred
0: percent. But, yeah, dude, I, I have two guests lined up, actually. That's awesome. For 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 twenty 2023?
1: For <laughs>
0: yeah. We, I've got two. We've got actually a few episode ideas. I guess because we had so many weeks off, there was time to store up some <laughs> extra episode <laughs> ideas. But uh, I tried. think a couple of them are going to For land. all of our and,
1: listeners that are like, yeah, you guys didn't release anything for a month. Like, we tried to. I promise you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we did, bro. We definitely did. And you know, I feel like uh, I feel like things are heating up. Oh, dude, there is one thing that I want to talk about actually. What do you think about? Do you know this card, Wandering Archaic? Because you played Strixhaven now.
1: Okay, yeah, the the, the five mana cost like El, like mini Eldrazi ish thing.
0: Yeah, the episode where we had uh, Tom Hep on, I, I had that in the show notes and we never got to it. But I didn't notice that card the first time I was looking at the set. Okay what do you think about that card so on one side it's a five mana four four with a a, it taxes the opponent two on their spells or else you get to copy them right and on the other side it's a three mana look at the top five both players can take a land
1: and or instant or sorcery and gain three life yeah i mean like the backside doesn't really matter right It's the... um, Not
0: really, but it is better than having nothing. It's the
1: front side. It's not like you can, like, vial that in and get somebody with it. So I think that, like, it's just... I mean, it's a 5-mana 4-4 that does something very, very telegraphical uh, on the battlefield. Like, you're never going to get anybody with that. Your vial's never going to be at 5. Like, in a regular Eldrazi shell, that could be a reality smasher. Like... You're, when you're talking about something that costs five mana. You're well beyond like the oh this taxes like dude it was five yeah. mana like that phase is over. Yeah, that's
0: true. That's good. You know point. what I'm saying? I do. I do. Yeah, so that's, yeah. That's, I think that's, that's you're my right. opinion on that card. And it, like you know, Eldrazi, uh, what's it called? Eldrazi Temple isn't helping you cast this card. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. like, it, it. I mean, I if it wasn't Eldrazi then obviously there's more synergy with cavern of souls and like you can you can do some other things with it but i still doesn't i don't think that changes the um the argument if it was a legit eldrazi compared to a archaic or ancient or whatever creature type it actually is
0: yeah and there's this one other card called fracture
1: uh i don't know that card it's a black and a white
0: oh is that the exile
1: target non-land permanent you lose a life or something
0: no, it's a disenchant, but it also hits planeswalkers. Oh. Do you think that that card is a a one of main deckable in um
1: that guy? I mean, why wouldn't you just play Anguished on Making?
0: Well, yeah, Vindicate or Anguish on Making are typically in that spot.
1: Yeah, I think I think they're just better. The one the one mana the one extra mana to give you extra flexibility I like. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, it might be. Like, it's fine if you're expecting, like, Artifacts, Enchantments, and Planeswalkers, but the other cards, I think, are better. Right. There, I there think could it's be, definitely... There could be a meta where you're like, okay, this is the play, but I don't think it's now.
0: Right. Well, it's definitely a sideboard card. Like, I, I would definitely play it, you know, over Disenchant or whatever, because you can't play Wilt if unless you're playing green. So, you would you would typically be playing disenchant in that deck in the sideboard, so this is just clearly better because it has Planeswalkers. But yeah, I don't I don't really think it's a main deck. Well, it's just like it has targets and
1: everything, right? Yeah, oh, I no, mean like man. you can cast it, and it is not awful. It's not a bad card. I don't think that I would be excited about it as a role player. It does some, It does some different things. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. All right, bro well, that was fun so we didn't we didn't fight as much as you thought we were going to. No, we
0: really didn't it was kind of disappointing everything again we did we, we unfortunately agreed on everything again <laughs> i think uh I think we need to bring in some guests some some more uh argumentative guests maybe some
1: uh but all all of our all the people who we bring on are like chill they're they're nice. Right, they're like dead format adjacent. Like, who, who do we know that's gonna come on and like and be like that? You know what I'm saying? I guess you have two people lined up.
0: Yeah, they're Asian though. They're they're very uh, they're very friendly.
1: Do I have to cut that? Is that okay to say? I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe you do have to cut that. I don't know maybe just beep it out uh yeah so oh we could get jarvis maybe
1: oh that would be awesome although like i think that i talked shit about him one time (laughs) accidentally i remember i remember exactly what i said it was uh after a legacy tournament at the casino where uh, i played him and it was a team tournament or maybe it was an individual tournament, but I was playing Infect and he was playing lands and I just like killed him on turn two twice.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, he wasn't really salty, but he shot me a Facebook message He's like, hey, listen, uh, I just wanted to let you know, like, I, I, if I if I seem like I was salty, this is my my personality. After I play, I had a, like a fun time meeting you and all of that. And I joked around with you about how I was going to shoot him a message back and, and be like, yeah, listen, if you ever want to hear a good podcast, tune in. <laughs> yeah, that's tune right. Tune in to the right. dead format. But I did that's not make right. that joke. I really like Jarvis. He's awesome yeah i all don't right. think we can hold our own with jarvis i think he's oh, no. like he's like too high of a level for us interesting i don't know but there, maybe, there's maybe, no maybe pro I'm tour anymore myself short
0: there's no pro tour anymore so we're the new kings bro because <laughs> we have looks and personality right and like brian kibler made a great point he's somebody was like oh so now being a pro magic player is all about like marketing yourself on you know on twitch and and uh
1: Brian I mean, Kilmer's it's been like, about
0: that for a while, right? He's like, it always was about that,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's what it is, right? So, like, I think, I think we're at the top of the heap right now. I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, leaving a legacy and, uh, and us really, right? Because we are the, uh, we're the last free thinkers, right? We're the, we're the free folk. We're on the other side of the wall. Everybody else is like, Watsy, give me a GP, you know. Like, we'll make our own I, GP. Yeah, we we are the GP. Like we're the fucking party now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, dude, I'm looking forward to this pit event so much.
1: Me too. I can't wait to go.
0: I'm gonna play dead
1: guy. For real?
0: <laughs> I've i planned to play non-blue decks so many times, and then the night before, I
1: just chickened out. And you, won't. So well. you won't. So you? Won't. I want you to. I really want you to.
0: I want to, and I especially want to because I feel like I am uh, very mistake-prone. You know what I mean? So I want to play a deck I'm very comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, Hey, listen, just do it. Uh, yeah. Listeners, talk to Ian on Discord or Twitter and hit him up and just flood... Oh, you're not there. <laughs> I'm not in either of those places. So how I actually uh... have to make a Twitter. Though. I have to make a Discord this week, so okay,
0: I might be back. Pe- people will be excited. All right, bro. people want to f- get in touch with you,
1: t smiley MTG on Twitter. Uh, follow the cast of Dead Format Cast. Dead
0: What's form- your moto name in case they run into you? T smiley.
1: It really there is. I turned chat on. People, people on our Discord were like, "Bro, like you got GLHF." At the beginning, you didn't say anything. It
0: I went, know. That was so uncomfortable, bro. I At the time, I was just like, oh, is this really
1: happening? Well, because they turned – so they – this is a while ago that they turned the default chat off on Moto, but people had been, like, just, like, so salty that I just kept the chat off. So, like, I would, I would play, and I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to play some Magic. And, like, if the match was good or I saw a screen name I know, I'd open it up. But, like –
0: Bro, that's it's just it. so awkward. It's so awkward because it doesn't tell the person. Like, why can't it just say, you know, he glhfs and it says, blah blah blah, has the the chat window closed? Like, that's all it needs to do, and then there's not that awkwardness, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep.
0: But I have to keep the chat window open because of that. You know, it's just weird.
1: Yep, and it's I such a simple I, I, feature. If I saw the good luck, have fun. would have said hey you too but then looking back it was like a good luck have fun from from like Storm and like I I don't give a shit like you're not trying to good luck have fun you're like I hope you don't have (laughs) a counterspell and I hope I kill you like that's not (laughs) fuck that guy (laughs) fair enough I'm just kidding I'm just kidding
0: bro I saw a cabal ritual in game one and then said I think we're playing against doomsday (laughs) (laughs) did
1: they really cabal ritual
0: yeah, yeah uh, I, I didn't know. i didn't, the didn't at the time, time it didn't like, register oh, man,
1: like i don't think I think, this is, <laughs> I think this is doomsday nobody plays storm anymore and then i played storm twice in that league oh, why wow. i feel like yokel's somebody else okay well i played against yokel and i i didn't i forgot that you could uh um you could go bone bone crusher giant to the face so oh no. i like i just i like didn't I didn't burn them out until the very end, so it made it look like I just uh. slow-rolled them the whole time while they were comboing off, and I even gave them, like, a chance to, like, brainstorm to find a veil, because I just didn't read my card, and uh, I was sitting there like, oh, man, like, this sucks, and then I was like, oh, oh, shit, this can go to the face, and I have a bolt, like, <laughs> they're just dead, and the whole yeah. time, they, like, they sat there with the brainstorm on the stack, and I'm like, I just, I, I'm sorry, like, I should have cast this uh, during my turn, because I know that's the correct play, and I gave you like a whole bunch of extra outs, but I went like I wasn't trying to cheese you. I just didn't know what this card did. I apologize. It's brutal. Yep. And well, I was yeah, like, Tom... I hope nobody knows who I am with this with this name now.
0: <laughs> Tom called me out for the doomsday thing, and when I watched it on YouTube, I was like, yeah, that was pretty fucking stupid. But. That's why uh, we got to get in the swing of things, bro. And I am definitely playing a league this weekend. So,
1: well, we we can do that again. Like I, I honestly enjoyed it. I like having multiple opinions. Even though when I went back and watched it, I was like, oh shit, look at that! I was right about that. I was right about that. Like these dudes were. Dude, have to there land. was two times.
0: There was two times specifically where I, where you just like did what I said as soon as I said it, and then. I was like, "What's the art?" And then, like, I realized immediately that I was just wrong. <laughs> I'm but, trying to like, be a there. Co- were guest clock consists. Like, you're the
1: co-pilot. If you say something, I'm like, "Okay, I will change yeah. the way that I normally make my lines to see how this works out."
0: I was trying to be like extra talkative too, because I was trying to like narrate the game. So, like, no, you I, were good. Was... You were
1: you were a super super good play by play and color guy. You were doing two jobs at once. I was just clicking buttons.
0: Well dude, you're the uh what do you call it the twitch guy now so uh yeah, are I you mean, still streaming
1: uh okay kind of like I'm still doing the world of Warcraft stuff but the uh the new expansion is dropping soon and we're done with our speed runs um also oh. I was raid leading like one of the reasons why my my availability dried up was like I um I started raiding on two characters. and uh i was doing i was doing two different raids a week one of which i was leading so uh it like doubled my time commitment in game and i'm an officer now so like there's a lot more people relying on me uh so yeah there was just a lot more stuff to do yeah i feel you bro all
0: right well i think that's a wrap